You know, brother, it's been uh, it's been good, right? I, I really missed the Griddle Gang. I missed you. Um, you know, Sam and I decided to take a little time off just for us time. You know what I mean? I think that's something that's always important is taking time for yourself. Um, so during my time off, I've been doing some of the most same things, kind of still been um, reading, doing a little cooking. Soup season is finally in full force. So oh, season is here, brother. So I, I'm, I'm whipping it up, you know, trying, doing a little bit of this, a little bit of that in the kitchen. Uh, went to the Poconos, socially distanced, you know, in the Poconos with a couple of friends, people that I've seen. So nothing too crazy, but decided to get out of the city um, and just and be outdoors. You know what I mean? Go on a hike, just, just have a good time and kind of get ready for – the holiday season since a lot is coming you know really fast to us how about you man what'd you what'd you get into same thing just a little reset you know uh recharging the batteries refueling the jets as we uh, transition out of summer into fall here same thing whipping up some stews a little soups relaxing a little bit working on me you know right yeah of course put putting on my mask before you put on the mask of your brother you know it's as i say on the airplanes i uh also did a little traveling, went out to Colorado, uh, did the socially distanced vacation, which was kind of nice, get away from uh, people, kind of unwind and unplug a little bit, um, and just kind of like dialing in, doing all the basic bitch activities for uh, fall, which we'll discuss later. But, uh, you know, just kind of checking everything off the list here is, you know, we got football started again. Uh, the leaves are changing. You get that smell of bonfire. It feels like whenever you step outside. So just, you know, gearing up for the holiday season and uh, getting excited for, uh, to rejoin the Griddle Gang and get all of our holiday episodes ready up ahead of us. I think it's going to be exciting uh, close out of the year here. Yeah, definitely. You know, it's, it's good um, that we did that, right? You know what I mean? Um, Colorado, Denver, nice high altitude, brother. Brother, I felt like I had asthma the whole fucking time. Anytime you take a step, I was uh, a little bit outside of of Denver in a town called Telluride, and goddamn it, I couldn't fucking breathe anywhere I was walking. But uh, beautiful place, would recommend for anyone who's looking to get away from people and also like you know enjoy themselves. Go out there, flying on an airplane, did love that. Definitely feels very sketch, but you know just get tested when you come back or when you get there and make sure you're doing all the right precautions. 
but uh, overall, would recommend. Just uh, you know, my only uh, word of caution would be you, you're not going to be able to breathe. So keep uh, keep your head on a swivel there, and otherwise you'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, it sounds great. I'm glad we got to do that. But we're glad that we get to talk to you, Girdle Gang. It's been a while. We're on episode 17. You know, somehow we, we've managed to come up with 16, 17 episodes now of, of great content. We're excited. You know, I think we're probably ending season one soon, but season two is here. You know, like Sam said, sad, boy, right. sad boy summer is gone, but I think maybe we'll see how everyone feels. It might be fun guy fall. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? <laughs> or feeling downfall, depending yeah, on how it's going so far. Probably more accurate to feeling downfall. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, we'll get, we'll get started. We'll talk about um, – something that we have a love-hate relationship on the podcast. Talk about sports. Um, of course. N- NBA Finals just wrapped up. Sam, kind of what did you think overall, you know, not only with the championship, but also just in general with, um, I guess, playoffs. I don't know how often you kept up, but I, I know uh, the GF of yours is a, is a, was a big LeBron fan. So, you know, just give us your thoughts. So I got to, you know, I'll give the NBA and the MLB and the NHL a little bit of slack. This is a crazy year. We have COVID. We had all kinds of crazy shit going on. Seasons are delayed. Games are on weird dates. People are getting sick and not sick. They're going to, you know. But, I mean, the NBA Finals, it was a whisper in the night. It came and it went, and people didn't even bat an eyelash. I think it was trending on Twitter for like half a day. And then everyone seemed to move on. Everyone's kind of in the fall football mode. Um, and it, it feels like to me the other uh, sport championships are just kind of getting, uh, you know, getting glanced over. Um, unfortunately, like I said, a lot of it is due to COVID. But, uh, you know, I watched a little bit of the finals. It was fine. I'm not the biggest basketball fan, but I like to keep, you know, clue in just to see what's going on. Uh, but I was amazed. I mean, it's just it, it came and it went and there wasn't a whole lot of noise about it. You know, it, it was, there was some excitement. Uh, over in LA for you know a night or two right after the win, but other than that, it feels like it just went away. What do you think? I know you're the you're the big NBA head here out of the duo. Did you feel any of that, or what did you? What is your perspective? Um, I'm pretty similar to you. I like you said, I, I love basketball and I love the NBA, but for me, I don't know why. Um, I didn't feel as excited. Maybe. Uh, just kind of watching it, kind of knowing that it was pretty much L.A. title to win, pretty much. So sure. I, it wasn't really that much surprising to me. Um, I think it, it, it's just like a really weird time. And honestly, I've been, I've been more in a football phase, even though the New York football giants and the Washington football team are horrendous. Jesus, you know, it's terrible. Something about it, like, and something about doing that all day Sunday and being lazy has kind of really, like, made me appreciate a little bit more. Right. Uh, but, yeah, overall, it, it was fine. I mean, I, I'm glad LeBron won and, you know, they did it for Kobe. And, and it was kind of – shout out to the NBA just in general. They were, I think, probably the first major league sport to come back and resume sports after COVID, I believe. Right. So for them to have zero COVID tests, uh, zero positive um, COVID tests um, is, is incredible um, that they were able to socially distance and they did it the right way. I think that's something that's probably underappreciated and will get left behind 
Um, but I think they just did a really good job in general. But um, like you said, it was just it's just quiet to me. Yeah, and I think there's like uh, with the normal schedule of the NBA and the NHL since they kind of line up, like I think there's an excitement because it's coming at like the end of spring, beginning of summer. You know, you're kind of pumped about the switch in the seasons. Uh, these sports are coming to an end. So, you know, it's kind of an exciting way to enter your summer. Um, and, you know, you know that you're getting ready to have a three-month drought between the end of the NHL and NBA and the beginning of uh, football. So I think there is a bit, a lot of uh, anticipation leading up to the NBA Finals and the Stanley Cup. And I think when you move that timeline around, it kind of takes some of it away. You know, like the Fairweather fan like me or people who just aren't really into the sport as much are probably not as keyed in as I normally would be because – you know, who cares? You're on to the next sport. You're in football mode now, like you were saying. Um, and you're more just kind of focused and locked in on that. So, you know, it was, it was weird. And I feel like there's definitely going to be an asterisk on all of these championships, whether it be Stanley Cup, World Series, NBA Finals, just because it's such a weird year and games are getting shifted and people are getting sick, minus the NBA. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. It's just a weird year. And, you know, when the finals were over, it just felt – different you know it, 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 it didn't feel the same as it normally does where you know there's media coverage all week about the celebrations and right. parades and all that stuff and we kind of lost some of that so you know it's good for the Lakers or whatever it's great but uh you know definitely a weird year and I think people are going to look back on this uh finals with a bit of an asterisk just because you know they're in a bubble and everything was so fucked up this year yeah I mean I I, th- I don't think it should I get it but I don't think yeah. it should um I felt like a little bit more relieved because it was done, and I don't know why. And I also think that it wasn't as great because there were no fans, right? And so if you kind of think about who were playing in the finals, Miami and Los Angeles would have been, like, two big, like, great cities to have, like, a lot of buzz. You know what I mean? Anytime oh, my God, yeah. At the Staples Center, you go to South Beach, and it's, it's warm weather, and – you know, there are other celebrities that are down there too, but you just, you didn't get that type of ambiance or atmosphere like you would usually do, um, especially in those cities, especially in the NBA finals. So that was kind of missed. And I think that looking back at it now, that's probably why we weren't as excited because if you, if there's no one there actually watching the games and you see this with football, they're starting to let fans back in, into the stadium slowly, but surely. Um, and it, 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 it's, it's not the same. Nah, it's definitely different. Even watching on TV, I know they pipe in crowd noise and stuff, and they had the virtual fans. But yeah, it's it's different. It doesn't, it doesn't have the same energy. It's it's just a weird year. Hopefully, next year's back to normal. I know they're guaranteed delayed start. I thought I saw Adam Silver said Christmas is the earliest. Right? They're going to start again. Yeah, definitely. Probably going to be later. I think most likely it's going to be January, if not maybe February, by the time the actual season comes on, just to give the guys some rest. Um, you know how they how they were in that bubble and then you know they gotta figure out what they're gonna do if they're gonna do another bubble so it's gonna take a long time yeah just a, a weird weird time for sports probably gonna be a couple of years till it's back to normal fully so who knows but that's that for the nba finals next up we we're staying in that pop culture realm i, I guess uh with our, our girl cardi b I, I think you and me are i would consider us cardi b stands yeah, I would say I'm 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 more on Cardi B's side than I'm not. You know what I mean? So why don't you catch Whap. us up to yeah, yeah? Shout out to WAP. What a banger! The, a forgotten banger in the COVID yeah. era, by the way. But uh, why don't you catch the listeners up to speed? What's going on with our girl Cardi? I'm gonna do our my best here. You know, as you guys know, as we normally do. Yeah, you know, Sam and I are 
we talk about things that we're really not good at, especially uh, gossip and drama. We just we just like the way it gets people going, but we don't really actually know the full story. So a lot of times it's probably wrong. Um, but so what happened? Cardi B said that she was going to finally divorce Offset because I think he's been messing around with other girls again, not really consistent in his actions um, as a husband. So they got divorced, and then a couple of videos later, you see kind of her just like having a good time with the ladies, doing this and that, twerking. And then like two days later, she said that they're not getting a divorce. She misses him, and she's just crazy. And uh, yeah, I think I think that sums it up, right? Yeah, I you know they say distance makes the heart grow fonder. So I think you know they had to split up. Cardi had to do her waft like wild girl fall summer situation and then you realize you miss your mans and vice versa and you know they i think they had to come back together i have a feeling that uh we will be retelling the story many times throughout the series of this podcast i don't think this is the last time they're going to get divorced and i don't think this is the last time they're going to get back together it seems like uh they're two wild souls who need each other though so it's a i would imagine it makes for a toxic relationship but uh you know, until one of them or both of them sees that, I, I have a feeling we're going to be watching a yo-yo relationship here. Yeah, I, I think that's, that's perfect. Because um, this it, isn't their first divorce, right? I think no, they've gotten divorced. Or, like, th- they talked about it, or, like, they, she was mad at him multiple times. I, I, what I've gathered is that it's always usually Offset's fault. Yeah, I think uh, he has a hard time keeping the snake in the grass, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I, which, you know, like, I, and I, apparently he was like mad because she made that song. But at the end of the day, it's like, brother, like this is who your wife was even before you guys got married. You know what I mean? This is, you know, her style of music. And it's just like, ah, you know, I don't, I don't really get it. Yeah. You know what you're getting yourself into, yeah. you know what I mean? So I don't want to hear it. Don't be crying. Boo hoo. You know who Cardi B is. You know what she's all about. She's a whopper for life. So I don't want to hear any boo hooing. When you're like, when you know, when you get tied up with Cardi, you can't be crying when WAP comes out. I don't want to hear about it. Wah, wah, wah. Go yeah. cry me a river offset. Um, also, kind of related to WAP, I know we didn't have this written down, but I wanted to know if you uh, <laughs> got um, the chance to look into the whole Megan the Stallion and Tory Lane's shooting incident. Do you know anything also, about that? I've been following it just because. Uh, I think it's funny how Twitter roasts Tory Lanez for being like a midget. Yeah. Uh, but it's it, so it sounds like that the police did bring Tory in. And then I saw Tory tweeted, it doesn't mean he's guilty yet. It just means they're looking into him. Is that, is, that's, that's as much as I know up to now. Is there more that I don't understand? I believe that's it. So, um, you know, they were at a party. Um, they got pulled over and he essentially shot Megan the stallion in the foot. Allegedly. Right. So he shot her in the foot for, I don't know what reason. And apparently it's because he said some, like he, he like, she got mad at him because he said vulgar things at him or like he said, he said vulgar things to her and then the cops came, but he, she was scared and didn't want to rat on him. And then um, he's kind of just like, I think he's guilty from from what I've from what I've gathered. It seems like they got him dead to rights, but I, I guess, like you said, Megan didn't want to snitch on him. Uh, just I don't know, it's like an etiquette thing, I would imagine. Um, 
So I'm curious, though, who threw him under the bus because someone had to say something. So it's got to be someone in Megan's crew, right? Yeah, I, I believe so. I mean, there was a driver in there, and I think they each had someone from their entourage in there. And, like, um, you know, apparently he was on, on re- like, an interview with T.I. and said that um, he wa- – T.I. asked him, like, what actually happened? He said, like, I can't tell you. But it's right. like, I, like, I don't really know what that means. Like, if you're innocent, like, you would probably say, say you would probably say you're innocent. But I, I don't really know why he's kind of just in, in behind closed doors, like not saying it. And then he made an album and like, used like, Megan's voice to kind of like, make her look bad on one of the right. songs or like the outro intros. So yeah. it's just like, I think I, I, I don't know, I, I don't like Toy Lanes for that. Now he sounds like a big time scumbag. And for any of the listeners who want to get a good laugh at him uh, at his expense, you got to look up the video. Uh, he's at, he's doing like a radio show and he's sitting in a chair and he jumps out cause he's laughing and he's the same height sitting as when he stands up. So it's a, it's a pretty good, pretty nice kick in the, the mouth for Tori, uh, who's allegedly a midget. I haven't looked into how tall he is, but Twitter seems to think he is a gnome. Yeah. So uh, that, that is, um, that, segment about um WAP and Cardi and, and all that good stuff um, <laughs> all the good stuff so we'll keep it related into music and pop culture and Justin Bieber um has released a new song called Lonely I don't know when we last spoke Sam I think he also probably released the other song Holy with Chance the Rapper wanted yeah. to know what you kind of think so far with the latest two songs that he he's put out Holy was fine. I like the song. I, I didn't save it for those who didn't want to know on my Spotify. I did not save it, but uh, it was fine. I saw people going nuts about the video. I personally thought it was weird, so I didn't really get all the hype about the music video. It wasn't my kind of thing. Um, but the other song, what's the other one? It's like all sad and sad. Lonely, lonely, lonely. That was like the epitome of like sad boy summer, sad boy season. And I'm kind of, you know, boo-hoo, Justin Bieber. I don't want to hear about it. Uh, I'm kind of – I have little sympathy for old Jay Biebs, unfortunately. You know, he's had it pretty good his whole life, and uh, I don't need to hear this ballad of him crying over the microphone. Yeah. Um, I think that Lonely was fine as well. I think it's a little bit catchy, but it's just like – I'm going to be biased and going to be greedy, but, like, I don't, I, I don't want to listen to songs like that when it comes to Justin Bieber. Like, I want, like – fun songs you know what i mean i want yeah. like um what do you mean sorry even like love yourself or even like songs baby like old stuff that was just fun and upbeat like i don't really want sad boy summer justin like you know what i mean like uh right. that's not for me um uh, i also think that chance the rapper also isn't that good anymore i i yeah i was really a big chance the rapper fan but then i realized i was probably like 18 years old right so so it's actually we were just young and he's not that good probably um and then the new song exactly like what you said i mean it is it's sad he went through some things but like i don't want to hear that either man it's just like yeah you were rich when you were young and had all this stuff and you did some wrong things and now like people got mad at you but it's like that's that's how life works man like you're not a god like Right. You have to get ridiculed for things that you've done wrong. And they're, right. you know, most pop stars apparently don't do well um, 
or celebrities don't do well when they're young right it gets to their head but i'm sure there are plenty of celebrities who um are successful and didn't fuck up like he did no offense yeah and i think because he's kind of got like a douchebag personality like to him i think it's hard to be feel sorry you know what i mean where he's doing these like mopey dopey songs like get over pull your pants up and quit crying (laughs) so i agree with you i'm not a big fan uh touching on your chance to rap or take i like chance i like his old stuff like you said when we were younger but i'm kind of getting over his like shtick his like uniform you know what i mean with the mustache he's got the hat and you're like okay like whatever i get it right you're doing your thing chance let's like try to change it up or you know what i mean like quit playing off of your look you know um, so I don't know. I'm not, I'm, I'm kind of, I wasn't into either of these. I'm not a fan. Jay Biebs. I love you, bud. You put out some bangers throughout our childhood, but, uh, I'm out on these. I can't, yeah. I can't get behind them. I think we should add him. It must be a Canadian thing. Cause I think he's on his way out uh, with, along with, uh, Mr. Drake. Oh, <laughs> we're canceling you know I mean? all of Canada. I, I think so. I think it's fine. Hey, to, you know, Tory Lanez is also from Canada. So wow. I, there's I, a lot of Canada hate on this show. I apologize <laughs> if there's any Canadian listeners. But yeah, I think it's I think it's fair to say that it's it's kind of like I think it's over for him. He put an album out last uh maybe in the winter, um January, February, or maybe the spring even. And right. it was fine, but it's just like I'm tired of people giving artists passes. Like you don't do that with athletes. You know what I mean? Like LeBron right. LeBron James never gets a pass. You know no. what I mean? If he doesn't put if he doesn't win a ring. Same with like Tom Brady. You know what I mean? It's yeah. pretty much Super Bowl or bust. So like if your album is just okay, why are we looking at artists and being like, Yeah, it's fine. You know what I mean? Right. Don't worry about it. You know, we'll we'll cut him some slack. It's like, no, fuck that. This is just isn't good. It's okay. Get over it. But like you suck. This is garbage. Yeah, I mean, what do we really know? I mean, who are we? We're we're just we're not even like couple of schlubs. Yeah, we're a couple of Joey Bag Donuts, you know, when it comes to music. But like, it's not good. So like, right. don't don't pretend like it's good because he he put a good album out four years ago when we we're in college. Five years right. ago, you know what I mean? Like, time changes. Like, it's not what you've done. It's what you've done for me now. That's how right. life is. Yeah, exactly. I appreciate what you've done in the past, but what are you doing for me today? Yeah. You know? So he he's kind of running out of uh, he's running out of equity on my end. I can't I can't be back in the beeves anymore if he's gonna keep putting out garbage like this. Um. Uh, so onto more garbage, in my perspective at least. Um, we're gonna talk. Vin Diesel isn't garbage. Um, but he's Man, been I on. Man, I fucking t- love Vin. He's been on TikTok. Um, kind of just. Ripping it up, he pretty much owned TikTok um, for that time. With I don't know who he was on. Give us a little more detail because I don't know shit. All right, so my man Vinny, who I'm a big fan of, go check out. You know, next time you get a shitty day and got nothing going on, go catch up on the Fast and Furious movies. Just fantastic. Triple X. Oh, man, another (laughs) great series. I think there's two or three of them. Fantastic, all of them. But, uh. He put out a new banger, I think his first song ever, uh, it, with Kygo, uh, and it's called, oh, what is it called? Um, I don't know you, but I feel like I do. It's something like that, but it's a banger. It's a, it's a fantastic, I wish it came out in June, because this is a summer jam, and they just timed it poorly, unfortunately. But uh, it's become a big hit in the TikTok world. I guess people got dances for it and shit. 
and uh, he teamed up with one of like the TikTok houses, which is basically a bunch of like uh, really fucking good looking teenagers who just like hang out together and do TikToks all day. Um, they, they make us look like a bag of donuts, buddy. I hate to tell you. But uh, so they teamed up with Vinny. They're doing dances. They got Vin Diesel in all the videos, running around, singing his song, doing their dances, shaking their asses, all that kind of stuff. So Vinny's a big TikTok hit, all thanks to his big new song. Uh, I would go recommend the song. It's fantastic if you, if you haven't heard it yet. Uh, I have not heard it. Is it, the vi- is it the music they're playing in the song? Yeah, that's the okay, one. Okay, okay. All right, so yeah, I've heard it in passing. You know, Vinny's like, got pipes, man. That's a gorgeous voice. Vin Diesel or The Rock? Oh. <laughs> Vinny. I got to go Vin. Wow. I'm going Vin all the way. <laughs> I'm going to go with The Rock. I haven't no- heard a Rock hit single yet, and I don't want to hear any Moana shit. That stuff's no good. <laughs> um, but back to what I was saying, yeah, um, you know, it's cool that he's doing that. He's, he's getting up with the times. He's, he's, he's getting some clout. But, man, right. I can't wait till TikTok is dead. Like, it is just garbaggio. Just, like, <laughs> fucking trash. You know, no offense to my friends that like to make TikTok videos and do TikToks. That's great. But sure. Like, shout out to A. Givens. Um, shout out to Aaron Chandler. You know, she's a famous uh, teacher tiktoker go check out her stuff she actually has great content with like math and cool tricks for kids to learn which is nice but man like other people who are just out there clout chasing i don't know these kids who some of these tiktok houses man like fuck these kids I, i i don't i'm just getting angry i don't know what else to say but fuck them I mean, this is all time, like, old guys yelling at the sky. But, like, I, I don't, I'm not a big TikTok guy either. From what I understand, it's everyone just copying shit. Like, I haven't seen it, everyone doing the same dances or the same, like, stick. Or, you know, I don't know. I haven't really seen anything on TikTok that I'm like, ha, this is, like, funny. I mean, every time I watch it, I'm like, oh, this is stupid. Why did I waste my time with this? On to the next thing. So, I agree with you. Fuck TikTok. I don't understand the humor of it. Just because you have the app doesn't mean you're good at it. So, you know, everyone who's trying to be funny, you're not. I hate to tell you. You're just copying a dance you saw online. It's not good. So I agree with you. Fuck TikTok. I don't know what we're into. Instagram's whatever. Twitter's fine. I don't really – I don't know. We got to find, like – we got to get a new social media thing, I think. Freshen it up. But I agree with you. I'm out on TikTok. And all the people that cook on TikTok, I haven't seen a single good thing. You know, it's just a bunch of average-ass people acting like they know what they're talking about. Yeah, also, too, it's just, like, you can edit that shit. So, it's just, like, you, you like all of a sudden, it, it cuts to the next thing, and it's, like, oh, it's already made. Like, did you actually make this, or are you editing? You know what I mean? Yeah, right, exactly. Like, is this, like, Stouffer's you know, microwave mac and cheese, or did you actually make this? What the fuck's going on here? So, I agree with you. It's, a, you know, a bunch of schlubs on that app. Yeah, I can't wait till it's dead. But I do want to give a shout-out to, I don't think we got the chance to talk about it since we were – doing i think my man on the skateboard listening to dreams by fleetwood oh, Mac. Yes. that guy that guy that guy has some heart you know what i mean he was just chilling he's not doing anything gimmicky he's just vibing that's the shit that i think i appreciate you know for those who might not know you know he he didn't come he's not very rich um i believe that he didn't have like hot water in his trailer and that that video allowed him to get a new truck from Ocean Spray, and they gave him a little sponsorship, gave him some cash. So that's good to see. This guy has good intentions. Um, other people are just, I don't know what the fuck they're doing. 
But that's to my point. That guy, his TikTok was fine. I know it's a big deal. Everyone's making a big whatever, boo-hoo about it. But the people copying the video, that's not fucking funny. Oh, ha-ha. Like, you're doing it like you're on a skateboard, but you got vodka. Like, that's hilarious. No, it's not fucking funny. You're just copying a video. It's already out there. I don't understand. It's not funny. So I, I it's so stupid. You took something that was good. You know, it's like this innocent guy on his board, you know, yugging some juice. Good for him. And then you just go copy it and make a lesser, cheaper version of it. A bunch of garbage. Man, they're just a bu- TikTok is just a bunch of posers. I haven't I used agree. that word like since grade school, but it's just poser city. You know what I mean? Like they're not – it's not like Twitter. Twitter is where the real action is at. You know what I mean? Great content. Like A lot of people really getting after it on Twitter. A lot yeah, of arguing. Yeah. A lot of people just wilding. It's a crazy – it's wild, creative wild west. St- creative stuff, but TikTok, it's just like – you you're just cheating. You're just a bunch of cheaters. Nothing original. Pasted. Yeah. Bunch of bump, you big dummies. Yeah, let's let's get off this topic before we just start. Yeah, all, right, good point. yeah that, all of a sudden we just lost all any of our young subscribers are now gone. Yeah, that's that's fine. If you that's <laughs> fine. I'm not that mad. Um so that you know that wraps up some of the topics that we've missed and we felt like we wanted to cover. You know, what is this show? Without hot takes. Um, I mean, it's in the name. We got to have them. Um, so, we'll get it going. I'm going to say something pretty bold. Um, it's fitting for this time of year. It is fitting because people are going to get offended. We might lose more followers, and I'm okay with that, even though we only have like 10. So, um, Thanksgiving food is overrated. and. It's just like almost food that you have kind of regular. You know, people make this big deal about, oh, man, like I love Thanksgiving food. And it's like you can eat turkey. You can get turkey breasts all year round, like green beans and corn. It's like, bro, like do you not eat vegetables regularly? Like this is just almost not mashed potatoes. Like I know you have that shit on the regular. So it's nothing right. crazy that you're having for this one time of the year. It's almost like, thanks. If you, if you think about it, it's kind of like those hungry man, like the TV dinners. You ever seen those in the freezer? Yeah, I, I have. Almost, I think it's almost identical to Thanksgiving, but we got to do uh we got to do a dish by dish breakdown. Cause I think I agree with you, but we got to start with the, the, the leader of the show, you know, the head star, the Turkey. Now, like you said, turkey's on every fucking deli menu across the country. Right. A club sandwich, turkey and cheese, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, in cafeterias across the country, people are eating turkey sandwiches for lunch. So, and it's just a basic food. Like, turkey's fine. And when you're in a jam and lunch, like, a turkey sandwich is great. It, you know, it, I, I'm not knocking turkey, but I don't like that it's put up on this pedestal. My family, we, we fry turkeys. And it's great. I think it's fantastic. It's, it's the best way to do a turkey. But at the end of the day, I still have the foresight to be able to say, okay, well, it's turkey. You know, it's as good as turkey gets, but that's not a high ceiling. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like being the skinniest kid at Fat Camp, but whatever. Congratulations. It's delicious, but it's only turkey. There's nothing special about it. No pizzazz, no panache. And, the, you know, people got to drown it in gravy to justify its existence, which what does that say about it? You know, if you can't even eat it on its own without choking to death because it's so damn dry, how good of a food could it be? Yeah, I think you hit every point I wanted to make. But also, too, like, I don't know if people realize, brother, like, 
you can buy turkey breast at the local grocery store. You know, besides deli meat, like there's turkey breast that's packaged the same way as chicken. And it's like, if you're not a moron, you know, you can have that whenever you want. Right. So turkey, yeah. you know, I get it. What, what's the next thing we're looking at? What's the next item? Next, I think we got to go to the, the, I'd say it's like the Robin to Turkey's Batman is the mashed potatoes. I feel like that's had at every table across the country. Uh, you know, it's, it's just, it's one of the things you think of when you think Thanksgiving and don't get me wrong. This is not a smear campaign on mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes are, are tasty. They're great. They're fine. Yeah, fine. For sure. Once again, you got to douse it in gravy. But it's not an all-star side. You know what I mean? When you think of, like, banger sides, that is not one of them. It's just kind of one that's always been around. It's, you know, it's, it's been grandfathered into, like, the, the Mount Rushmore of, of sides. But it's really just average. It's, it's fine. There's no pizzazz, no panache. It's just this regular, you know, it's mashed potatoes. It's okay. But it has only a certain – the ceiling also, not that high. I like mashed potatoes more than what you kind of described. My problem is, like, you have mashed potatoes regularly. So why are people yeah. freaking the fuck out? Oh, I can't, I can't wait for mashed potatoes. Like, you get a steak, most likely you're getting fucking mashed potatoes with it anyway. You know what I mean? Right. It's just like you can have this whenever you want. Agreed. Couldn't agree more. Next up, we got uh, one of the, I think, the most overrated Thanksgiving food of all time is stuffing. I don't fucking get it. I don't like it. I've had everyone's – everyone tells you, oh, no, you got to try my stuffing. My stuffing's way better. I got this stuffing. Fuck that. Stuffing's not good. It's like whatever. It's just mashed up bread covered in broth and shit and, and celery. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm over it. Every time I put a scoop on, it's like – for me, it's kind of like a candy corn where I like, ah, I know I don't really like this, but let me like scoop some on. Maybe I just got it wrong last year. And every time I'm like, damn it, why did I do this to myself? It's just so average. I like stuffing a lot, actually. This is one where I might disagree with you and say, okay, I get this one. But you're right in regards to everyone says, oh, my stuffing is different. You got to try this because it has this and that. No, it's the fucking same. I'll tell you who has the best stuffing. Stovetop. The one that's fucking prepackaged. Half the time, people make their own fucking stuffing. You're wasting your own time because – you can't season anything to taste. You're putting way too much who knows what in it. Just do yourself a favor. Get like nine boxes of those of stovetop stuffing and everyone would be happy. But also, yeah. too, it's accessible all year round. I had stuffing last week. That's crazy. I never even seen stuffing outside of Thanksgiving. That's banana land. <laughs> I- <laughs> this guy's an animal. You know, I, I, I kind of wanted it. I seen it. I was like, <laughs> I wanted a carb, and I saw it was since it is the fall, they're trying to, you know, put it in the center of the aisle. And I was like, yeah, you know what? Sure. I like this. I'm going to get it. But I'm airing it out. Don't make your own stuffing. God, please yeah. don't, make your own, don't make your own stuffing. And I'm out on stuffing, period. Uh, the next item we have is more I have a question because I don't know if everyone actually puts it out. I know we do, but I don't really know if it's as popular as, like, the TV would make you think. Cranberry sauce. Not really a side. I don't even really know how fucking people eat it. But I never touch it. I kind of just stay away with it. It's such a wild card dish. And when people bring it out of the can, that's a banana land sight. I don't, have, have you seen it come out of the can like that where it's, like, perfect mold of the can? It's just fucking wild. I've so never I'm seen not, it 
out of the can. I don't know if my – I think my family probably does. I'm going to say this about cranberry sauce. It is flaming hot fuego garbaggio basura. Like, I don't think it goes well with anything. Like, in no, what thanks. world does cranberry sauce sound good with anything that we're having for Thanksgiving? Like, oh, I don't want it. I, I, it's like if you ate fucking turkey, if you put grape jelly on a turkey sandwich. Like that, what, in what world does that sound appealing to you? I know grape and cranberries are different, but essentially that's what you're doing. We're talking about the same thing here. It's just not good. Who needs that fruity, gelatinous monster at your table? And whenever I see it put out, I just run. I'm like, yeah, we got to stay away from that guy. He's too much of a wild card. People, people live and die by cranberry sauce. And it's ridiculous. It's, like, it's so overrated on the, on the table. Now, I feel like for the remainder of the dishes, it kind of gets a little fuzzy. You know, it depends on family to family. Do you guys do like a green bean casserole or green beans or anything like that? We do green beans. I, I like green bean casserole. I offered to make it at my last uh, Thanksgiving with my family. You know, recently, you know, I, I've learned how to, you know, cook. And yeah. I'm not boasting, but my family, they don't cook very well except for, for my dad. Wow. Wow. Um, R.I.P. So I offered. I was like, hey, do you guys want me to make something? And then I was like, oh, I'm going to think about making a green bean casserole. And they were like, nah, I don't think so. I said, go fuck yourself. I'm not going to make anything then. You know what I mean? You, you're not going to. You ain't not getting, getting nothing. <laughs> nothing. So you guys can eat your fucking ass food. And I ain't wow. going to eat that. I'm sorry. I don't think any of my family listens to this. Hopefully none of them are here. Yeah, because you're getting ready to get uninvited for Thanksgiving. But I, this is one I'll actually kind of defend. I like green bean casserole. It's tasty. You know, it's, it's a good little – it's a nice dish. It's one that I look forward to every year. But, uh, you know, it's just – it's whatever. It's, it's nothing special. Same kind of thing with the rest of these items, minus cranberry sauce. Uh, it's just like – I don't know. It's just there. It's nothing that really stands out. Yeah, I, I agree. Also, another one that has some value but isn't, like, that out of the box, like you can get it regularly, cornbread. Yeah. Cornbread, don't get me wrong, delicious item, but just unoriginal. You know what I mean? It's just like, eh, whatever. We got cornbread on the table. I'm already eating stuffing and mashed potatoes, so I'd love, fuck it. Let's just shove some more carbs down my throat until I look like that fucking turkey. Yeah. So, it's, I mean, then everyone kind of has their other wild cards, mac and cheese, other kind of roasted veggies, whatever else. But I think uh, the one area where I will kind of defend Thanksgiving is in the desserts. I think that's really where you make your money when we're talking, you know, Thanksgiving dinners. All right. Now, what do you guys do for desserts for uh, your family? Usual shit. And this, I'm glad you brought straight transition to this because I'm coming in hot. Oh, boy. Pies are also fucking so overrated. They are, You're a fucking animal. They, they are inferior in the dessert category. I don't want no fucking pie. You know, wow. miss me with that. Bring on the cheesecake, brother. That's, oh where, my the, gosh. that's where the money is at. I don't want this no guy. fucking apple pumpkin pie that's fucking dry. <laughs> like that. Sabotaging the podcast. I want, I want cheesecake or ice cream or cookies wow. or brownies. Wow. That's that. That's where I draw the line. If it I ain't that, I'm not eating no fucking dessert. 
I cannot believe you just put all those things above pie. I fucking love pie, and I will live and die by pie. Now, the one pie I won't stand by is uh, pecan pie. That shit is so disgusting. It's this sugary, way too rich, astastic peanut pie. Terribly disgusting. And everyone likes to put up a picture. Oh, look, I made a pecan pie. It's like, congratulations. You put sugar and nuts together in a pie shell and baked it. Now, you didn't do anything, you loser. So I'm out on uh, pecan pie. That shit is nasty. But apple pie, pumpkin pie, you know, key lime pie, coconut Your favorite. cream pie. Happy birthday. Oh, man, every birthday. Love me a good key lime pie, even though my birthday is in January. I'm going to send you one this year. Wow, I I would appreciate that. This is why we get along. But I'm a big pie defender. I love the fall pies especially. Um, And when it comes to Thanksgiving, I'd say it's the one thing that I look uh, look forward to the most is, you know, the the desserts that come afterwards because the meal is so-and-so. And And kind of like a transition, like not transition, we'll come back to the dessert, but – Everyone who talks about, like, the leftover sandwich, I've tried it before. It's not good. I don't like the leftover sandwich. I don't really – the meal itself is fine. I don't like it the next day in a sandwich. Yeah, sandwich, it's just like a sandwich. You know what I mean? It's just not really – like, I don't want fucking bread with turkey, with stuffing. I don't want no fucking cranberry sauce on it either. Like people are like, get oh, that shit out of here. Get oh man, Wawa has the gobbler sandwich. Go fuck yeah. yourself. Go fuck yourself. And that gobbler ass sandwich is garbage. <laughs> you know the only good leftover. Gobble these nuts. That sandwich is ass. <laughs> the only good leftover thing that you make with Thanksgiving food is fucking soup. Cause soup season should be all year round. But leftover, make your own broth, right? Get the carcass oh, yeah. of the turkey, make your own broth, you know, throw on some old vegetables that you got that are almost bad, but they still got a little life. Make your own broth, throw on some turkey, maybe some pasta noodles, a little veg. You got yourself something to work with, but no, give me no fucking sandwich. No, and maybe, maybe, you know, you do Thanksgiving at another house and you can't get your hands on the carcass. Go knock on the door of like a butcher shop. You know, if you're at the grocery store, go talk to your butcher. It's a good friend to have. You know, and be be committed to that butcher and just ask him, hey, you got any bones I can have so I can cook down the marrow, anything like that. They have that shit back there. You just got to know to ask. And it works up a rapport with your butcher. It could be a very important asset. If you're having friends or family over and you want to do a nice roast or, you know, you want to get a good cut of meat, you go talk to your guy, Larry the butcher. See what he's got going on behind the case. Maybe he's got a special going. Maybe he's got something that's not in the case you don't know about. But Back to NC's main point is, yeah, go make a soup. And it's the one, it's the one standout dish uh, that you can make from this Thanksgiving monstrosity. Yeah, um, I agree 100% um, with what you said. So let's get off the Thanksgiving rant. You Sorry, know. that got heated. Yeah, it got heated. I, I was just, it's just like not that good because it's just like something like I think I could have Thanksgiving for dinner tonight and it's fucking October 20th. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. It's, and I'm not going to get super excited about it. Um, sure. But this is – the next take is Sam and his rant <sighs> with um, martini glasses um, and cocktail menu. Sam, tell, tell the griddle gang kind of what, you, what you're upset about here. Sure. So, you know, like uh, with the cold weather coming, I've been trying to take advantage of outdoor seating as much as I can before it's too cold to mess with it. You know what I mean? Right. And uh, 
my my girlfriend really enjoys martinis. So like obviously she gets them and it comes in like the big fancy like tall glass. It's like shaped like a triangle kind of, right. or I guess a more of a cone would be a proper description of it. And I you know I try I always take a sip because I'm a fan of martinis. I, don't, I never really order a whole one, or if I do, I only have one. But uh, those glasses are fucking ass. I hate the glasses that those drinks come in. It's so inconvenient to drink out of. You can't drink out of it unless you're sitting at a table. Because if you're walking around, you're spilling it all over the place. It's the most unbalanced drinking glass you can carry. And it's infuriated. And so, like, on top of that, I was out the other day and I ordered a, a cocktail. It looked really good to me. It was this, like, uh, it was like this bourbon something or other cocktail. I don't even know what was in it. And uh, it came – I thought it was going to come in, like, a lowball glass, you know, like the short little stubby guys. And uh, – it came out in a martini glass and I was pretty pissed because I'm it's inconvenient to drink the whole time. I'm like, hoping I don't spill it. You know, the table is rocking a little bit. So I'm like, Oh shit, the glass is going to go over. It's a whole big headache. So I'm out on martini glasses. I vote for a better solution. I don't know what it is at the moment, but we, I, we just, we got to move on from that and try to find a better solution for the martini glass. It's just not practical. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Sometimes there's a couple, uh, um, drinks that you see on the menu and you're kind of unsure, you know, where it, where it fits. And I know we, we talked, um, earlier, a couple episodes ago in the summer, um, about no shaming drinks, right? That's right. No cocktail shaming. But sometimes it's hard not to, when you roll up and you, and the, the, the waiter gives you your drink and it's in this crazy concoction and you're just kind of like, I hope no one sees what I'm drinking because it's just the way it comes. Yeah, um, it just looks banana land. So I've been there before, um, you know, at a, at a couple of nice bars and I'm really excited and trying to flex a little bit that I got this cool drink, but it comes in almost like it almost should come with like one of those bendy straws and maybe like a flamingo in it. Maybe like, Oh a, yeah. Like the tropical drink. Yeah. Uh, an umbrella, Like, you know, like some of those things, oh, like, yeah. uh, they might, they should warn you. So I think what we were talking about is next to the drink, they should have like almost like a clip art picture of the shape of the glass so that you're yeah. not, you're not surprised by it. Yeah. They should like, there should be a little silhouette next to each cocktail of what your drink's going to come in. Cause so, you know, I think it does impact your decision. Like, I don't like drinking out of those big tropical drinks. Like, instead, give it to me in, like, a highball glass. You know what I mean? Something that looks a little classier. And, like, especially, too, if you, like, pick out a special place and you dress a certain way, you're like, oh, like, this is great. Like, I look good. I'm at this sexy restaurant. I'm with a great date. You know, I want to order a nice drink, something that's going to, like, complete the look, complete the energy, complete the night. And when next thing you know, you got, like, a tropical drink glass coming out with the you know, with a cherry sitting on top of it, you're like, well, this kind of fucked up my whole vibe. This is not what I was going for. And I, you know, I read the drink description. I thought it was going to come out differently. So that, you know, they should do a better job of like communicating that to you. So you know what you're getting before you commit to it. Yeah. I, I think that that's what should be done. I think that should be mandated right away. So to uh, all the bars and restaurants out there, take notes. Once thing open up, once things open up again, you know, let us know what your drink comes in so we don't look, you know, stupid. Also, too, any, any uh, restaurants that need any type of consulting, uh, Sam and I will be hired, uh, will be, um, can be hired for, uh, for a nice retainer fee, something that we'll have to d discuss with our lawyers, but we, we can be bought 
um, for oh, we'd be we'd be happy to to get lend you any of our knowledge. You know, two big brains here, happy to help. We'll even do a live episode at your establishment. Yeah, I, I like that idea. So any any restaurants listening, please, we we would be happy to help you. You guys might need it. That's um, right. Next up, we got uh, staying in on the fall season. Um, we've, we've been doing a good job. We've really been seasonal today, I feel like. Yeah, yeah for sure. But uh, next up is uh, kind of in, in that same vein as fall activities. You know, it's the things you see on Twitter, like the fellas always bitching about it, doing the fall activities with their girl during the football game. And they, they get a really bad rap. You know, apple picking, go to the pumpkin patch carving some pumpkins, whatever, maybe doing the hayride, all that kind of stuff. But me and NC were talking about, we say hating on the fall activities is overrated. They're actually a good time. NC, you have any comments on this? Yeah, I, I think I, I think it gets a lot of hate for no reason. Uh, I'm not too sure why. I guess in theory, you know, uh, I don't want to do this. And so, so some girlfriends or significant others, might take it to the extreme, you know, it's almost like a, a photo shoot or glamorous. And I get sure. that, you know, whatever. But for me, just the idea of soaking in the nice crisp weather on a fall day, you know, picking a nice Granny Smith apple off a tree, biting into it. I don't know. Like, let me ask you something, too. I love apple picking, something I do um, regularly, um, you know. Do you – like eat the apples while you're like walking around and bagging some. So I haven't been apple picking in a while, but last time I went, I did crush an apple while I was strolling through the, the little orchard thing. And yeah. you know, it was fine. You know, it was I, nice. I do it. I do it every time. I don't know right. if, if like that's illegal, but if I like people were looking at me that I was crazy, but I was like, I don't know. I, I always did this and they're just here. Like I'm going to buy yeah. some apples. You know what I mean? Right. It's like, there's also apples on the ground that no one's proud. Like, so like what difference does it make? You know, if I, if I grab one apple, I'm buying some. Yeah. I'm uh, going to be buying a fuck ton anyway. So who cares? You know, what's wrong with an apple here or there? It's not like they're super expensive. They're not losing a ton of dough on one apple. I agree yeah. with you. But um, uh, I went this last weekend. We, we did the whole pumpkin patch experience with a couple of friends. And, you know, I got to say it was quite lovely. We had nice. roll on up there. You know, the sun was out. They, they, you had to take a tractor ride out to the patch. There was a little hay, uh, corn maze. We did the, the corn maze, did the pumpkin patch. You know, then what, after that, that stuff I don't really care about. But then you take the tractor back. They got like a little farmer's market. You know, I bought, I bought myself a pumpkin pie, you know, a couple of brownies. Oh, and then after that, we went to a uh, Oh, delicious. And then, you know, after that, we went to a brewery. You know, I had a beer. I got to sit outside. I've been outdoors all day getting vitamin D. I feel good. You know, I was like, I don't understand all the hate. This is quite lovely. I'm in good company. I got some good food. I got a pumpkin. Yeah. You know, the girlfriend is happy. This is yeah. all good all around. So I didn't understand all the hate. And it kind of got, I was offended. I'm like, this is ridiculous. So I, and I know what you're saying. I know some people kind of go probably too far. But, you know, if you just take it's, a, it's just a fun day out on the town, enjoying yourself. Or I guess a day out in the country. But, you know, I'd, I'd say don't take it for granted. That stuff can be fun, but you got to make it fun, you know. Hit up a brewery after. Go grab some lunch. Make it, make it something you look forward to, not something you despise. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think also, too, people just, you know, they do take it for granted. And in all reality, it, it's great. Like you said, I, I really enjoy 
this time of the year, I think it's the best. We've said it many times on the show. You know, Hurry. also to the crisp weather on a, on a nice fall day, you feel like you have the world in your hands because you guys just you, there's no like sense of time when you're enjoying yourself. Like you don't really think about much except just being out in the open. You know, a lot of times, like, hey, your girlfriend, you know, makes a big scene about taking pictures, but put on a nice fit. You know what I mean? Now's the time where you don't get to dress up a lot. This is a time when you can maybe, hey, I just bought a new pair of jeans. I slimmed down. I got a new flannel, maybe a hoodie, you know, throw on right. some boots. Um, a oh, this is boot season. You know what I mean? Like, you, it's a time to dress up. And as, as, you know, as corny as it seems, you know, seeing your significant other happy and you're doing this because they want to do it, you know, it has, it has great meaning, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. You're happy, you're happy. And like you said, like, you can do so much with it. You get some apples, you get some pumpkins, you know, um, you hit up the brewery. There's usually a little market. I'm usually more of, like, big apple cider donut guy. Man, any type of Oh, very that, tasty. Any orchard that has that, I will be doing some damage. I, I don't care 100%. how bad it is for you. It is amazing. Light, slightly toasted. No. What I usually do with my girlfriend is we get some apples. We'll make some um, pork chops, you know, with the apples. And we'll do a little bit of, like, uh, a cocktail with them. Uh, Hot hot apple cider with some whiskey, you know, Jack Daniels, you know, you name it. It warms the soul, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's great. Now I just want to go. I don't – it's Tuesday. We might as well just go. I'll just meet you halfway. Yeah, you know what I mean? Find a nice little orchard. We'll throw on some jeans, nice flannel. Did you wear wear something nice when you went last weekend? Oh, of course, a nice little flannel. You know, I had the darker jeans, and it was boot season. So, of course, I had to rock the boots, and it just feels right. You know what I mean? You're like, oh, this is great. And then plus you have the excitement of the holidays coming. You're like, oh, we're going to have Halloween. You know, which normally is like whatever, but you, you know, then you'll have Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's. You're like, there's so much to look forward to. The weather's great. Football's going to be on tomorrow. You know, it's 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 like the greatest thing, but it gets such a bad rap. Yeah, I think it, it's kind of like the start to the holiday season, right? Like, you should. Pro- it's like getting baptized, right? You should. Right. You should apple pick or pumpkin pick. You know, during this time so you can have a successful holiday season. Like you said, you just rattled off Halloween. You got Thanksgiving. You got Christmas, New Year's. And you know that shit goes on for months after. It's, it's just a whole clusterfuck of holiday season. So, um, yeah, definitely, I would definitely say stop disrespecting the fall activities with the GF or significant other. But I do want to get your opinion on how do you feel about Halloween as we transition to, you know, a little bit older. You know, so it's weird. I feel like as, like, you grow up, like, my opinion of Halloween and, like, Halloween parties changes. You know, like, in high school, yeah. I thought I was too cool for school. I was like, I, don't, I ain't dressing up for anything. And then, like, if you dress up for something, you're like, man, I, want, I hope I'm not, like, the only one. You know, if I, everyone else, I hope, has a good costume. You know, then you go to college, it's just kind of like, ah, everyone's doing it. We're all drunk anyways, so, like, whatever. I'll throw in a costume. Um, And then fresh out of college, I was like, fuck this. I'm going to go, like, something super simple. I don't want to dress up. But I think I'm boomeranging. Like, I think I'm coming back around, and I'm back on team dress up for the Halloween party and go all out. 
you know, it feels like we're at that stage where like, you know, you can make it fun. You know, you're probably getting together with like some of your really close friends. You know, it's not as much of a big ordeal. And, you know, you can really get after it and have some good laughs. So I think I'm back on team dressing up for Halloween. Yeah, I think very similar to you. Um, there are phases through how you feel about dressing up. Um, you know, I did in high school probably like the first two years. So I was like, okay, like you're still kind of young. So it's just like you Trying can get some friends. Yeah, you can get away with it. Also, too, I dressed up because I wanted candy. You know what I mean? Right. I wanted to trick or treat. So I, I like candy. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to snag some while I can. As you get older, you're like, ah, you know, this is kind of dumb, this and that. I'm not going to do anything. You get to college and um, people really take it seriously um, because they can wear whatever they really want or not wear what they want. Right. Uh, and then as I get, you know, after college, I was still pretty similar to like indifferent. Like if I'm going to, I'll do it, but I'll dress up as like a, a, a golf caddy. You know what I mean? Cause that's not that hard. You'll do yeah. like a school nerd because it's not that hard. You want to do something simple and, because everyone's just going out to drink, right? right. Everyone gets super excited about to, to drink in a costume. But realistically, you're still drinking. So, you know, during those times, I'm just kind of like, I don't really like it. But now I've kind of matured a little bit. You know, I, I live in a, a little bit of a nicer house. So, like, I'm more interested a little bit more in just, like, seeing people appreciate, oh, like, this person had a party. that It was themed. Um and also, too, if you are throwing um, any type of party this holiday season, you know, whether it's Halloween, a, a Friendsgiving, or, you know, Halloween, or just like a, any type of event with friends, make sure there's fucking food. You know what I mean? Yeah, make of sure, course. You know, I think before I was on the, like, I don't really care what's there because we're just boozing. But now, right. like, there better be some food. And even if you're not a great cook, like, you know, maybe get something catered. Or, yeah. like, make it a potluck. Like, there's different yeah. ways you can, like, get creative with it. You're not made of money. We understand. So, maybe have all your friends bring something different. But, like, you got to have stuff there for people to eat. Like you said, and see, like, we're not, we're, not, we're not in Kansas anymore. We're not young guns anymore. Just, you know, showing up to be boozing it up. You got to have some good food. People are noshing. Maybe have some party games, you know, so people are ripping it up. Something to keep the conversation going. You know why you got the monster mash in the background, but you got to have huh. something good there to snack on. Th that's definitely got to be the outro song. Outro song. Oh, we'll throw that in there. Hundo P. <laughs> um, yeah, I think also too, people like realize after you get fucked up, like you get hungry again. I don't like. I don't remember as like when we were younger, maybe in like college, like how you just able to drink without like noshing on anything. You know? Yeah, a little midnight snack. I got a, a pro tip I think I'll give to the fans of the Griddle Gang right now. Wow, that's, that's when, it. This is free, folks. You know, usually you got to pay, pay for this usually. Yeah, this is part of our retainer fee. <laughs> and it was unplanned, just came off the cuff. But, you know, if I would say always have one or two frozen pizzas in your freezer at all times. You know, you never know when people are – maybe you're out and people are going to come back, crash at your place, or you're having the Halloween party and it's getting later in the night and people are getting hungry again. You just – you never know what the occasion is. But, you, you know, it's always nice to have in the back pocket, oh, hey, I got a couple of pizzas I'll throw in the oven real quick so we can all kind of snack on a slice or two. You know, it's not anything like, you know, frozen pizzas, whatever. It's so-so, nothing crazy. But it's something that the people will be like, man, I'm glad we got this. You know what I mean? Just something good to keep in the back pocket that you just put it in the freezer and forget about it until you need it. 
you know, I like that idea. You know, I think that's great. It doesn't really – I wouldn't even say it has to be frozen pizza. could be uh, anything. Anything. Um, I, I do want to say a couple things is that, man, pizza rolls, do it. Do pizza rolls. Man, shout I out think, to Totino. Because I, I think that's real nostalgic. I think it's actually better. Um, and most likely, no matter how drunk you are, if you fuck them up, they're still going to be pretty good. So oh, yeah. You, you want something minimal. But, you know, very similar to what you were saying, having something prepared, just if you are having people over, you know, game plan, whether it's chips, salsa, queso, frozen stuff. You know, I was at uh, my, my girlfriend's buddy's house, and we, we came back um, from a night of hanging out, and uh, we were real foobar. It was late, 1, 2 o'clock, and, you know, Uber Eats isn't available where they were at or, or Grubhub sure. at that time. So we were kind of hungry. All of a sudden, um, one of her friends – makes pierogies weird flex but okay but i you know appreciative of oh you know, freezer pierogies are low-key fire mrs t's i think um, oh yeah so, so I, I appreciate something like nice and homey and warm like you know pierogies maybe not your first choice but hey i love the effort i like that you're thinking i like that you're doing that it's just a nice card to have in your sleeve you know what i mean just if you never know who's going to be back at your place and it's better to be prepared if you're shit out of luck maybe delivery things are closed whatever you got something in the freezer ready to go and, you know, just to surprise the fans. Um, yeah. Also want to, want to, you know, add a little twisting because I think we're feeling ourselves today since we've been back. Right. We're refreshed. Give the fans one, you know, like big group game that they might not know about to, to keep it fresh. So it's something different. You know, everyone plays beer pong. And it's the same fucking shit, which is the most overrated drinking game ever. Well, it's oh, a different, yeah. co- different convo. But do you have a game that you like to play with your friends that you really enjoy that people might not know about? I'm trying to think of one that I really like that we play. Um, you know, this is a basic one, but I like doing just going around very simple and just doing the would you rathers. Cause, you wow, know, that's gets, bald. That's kind of bald. I don't know how I feel about that. Well, it started because me and my sisters would do it on uh, road trips. We would, we would do the would you rathers. Right. And one big one for us that always gets people rattled that I'll let you guys all use if you're ever playing with a group of people. If you just throw out there, your first would you rather is every, you know, the, the rest of the water that you drink for the rest of your life has to be hot dog water. You know, then from there, everyone's like, well, how the fuck is he going to follow up this one? So, hey, you know, when you get that one, it gets the people going. It's a nice little throw out there, especially after everyone's got some drinks in them and everything's a little bit funnier. You know, it's a, it's a great one. It, it hits 10 out of 10. You know, that's not what I thought you were going to go with. Because um, I want to say, when I went to the Poconos with my friends, I actually brought this game out that you introduced me to, and none uh, of them have played it before, Pizza Box. Oh, Pizza Box is dangerous. What it, a fantastic it, game. It did, you want to explain it? Uh, you explain it since you, you put me on. So you take, uh, for all those who want to play, it's a good little, you know, a nice little thing to whip out if you're all looking to really flip the switch and get after it. But you take the backside of a, you know, a 30 case of beer. Or uh, any cardboard. Oh yeah. Any cardboard you got laying around, you lay it out on the table and y'all, y'all get in a circle around the table. You flip a quarter up in the air, wherever it lands on the pizza box or cardboard or whatever. You can draw a shape around it of any size, and you write a rule inside. Then you keep going around. 
whenever your quarter lands inside the circle, you got to do whatever the rule is. If you're, if the quarter doesn't land in a circle, but lands on the cardboard, you get to draw another shape with another rule. So it gets out of hand. It's a fun conversation piece, but let me tell you, but you know, buyer beware, it gets out of control quickly. Yeah. I, I we played it in the Poconos and it didn't get to that point, but it was like at a good, good speed. You know what I mean? It was kind of like, we're kind of shutting down, but not ready to go to bed. So you kind of wanted to do something not too crazy. So, you know, right. you introduced it. And it was, a, it was a good game. You know, one of my favorite roles is, you know, give land two compliments. You know, just give someone two oh, compliments. Yeah. You know, it's just a classic rule. It is uh, a great rule. So that, that's a good game. Um, Fantastic. Also fingers. That's another great one. Finger, put your hand on a cup, count down to three, and guess how many fingers will be there when you're done. Only do it with people that you know right now, you know? Yeah, that's true. Maybe, uh, maybe don't do that, if everybody. You if, you haven't, if you're playing this game with a bunch of people you haven't seen in a long time, don't play this game. Yeah. You know, yeah. We're not those people. Uh, be, be, safe. Be, safe. Be, be safe. Be safe. Be safe. That's right. Be safe. Oh, wait, any... And the last thing yeah. uh, I want to add to your game thing, because th- we're really riffing right now. and You made me think of this when you mm. said your game thing. I've been workshopping this. I haven't put it in play yet because, you know, with COVID, it's kind of tough. It's in the drafts. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. It's, you know, it's, on the, it's in the think tank right now. But at your crib, you should have a signature cocktail. Okay. You know what I mean? Right, so, right. So, like, maybe you have a party to, like, introduce a signature cocktail. Right. But then you make, like, a permanent installation. So, it's like, oh, we're going to go over to SG's. We're going to go get, like, I've been craving the signature. I haven't had one of those in a minute. You know what I mean? Whatever yeah. it may be. Now, I'm, I, like I said, I haven't implemented it, so I'll let you know how it goes. But I think that'd be a nice little play. Maybe you even have a little chalkboard with the name on it up there, and everyone's like, yo, whip me one of those up. I like that. And I think that's something you start to do as you get older, right? As Probably so. You, you have, your, you know, your, you have a, a nicer house or an apartment, and it's not like you have, like, fold-up chairs as furniture. You know, right. everyone goes through those phases because it's just like, it's just you in there and your buddies or whoever you're living with. And it's just a place that you, you relax, you snooze at, you rest. Right. But as once you upgrade, you get a little bit more of this, you know, take some time to invest in yourself. You know, um, I I really like that idea a lot. Um, I think, I think we should put it in play. I think so. I'm going to give it a try next time we have an outing. You know, we'll, we'll try to do a socially safe uh, distance outing, of course. But, you know, we got to try to put that into practice. And maybe it could even change depending on the season. But, you know, you should have your signature drink that, you know, gets people excited to come over next time. They're like, man, that was pretty tasty. Yeah, and I think you could do it with whatever, too. You know, a lot of, a lot of um, fall activities, you could have a soup off. You know what I mean? Oh, wow. Wing I off. love that idea. You know what I mean? Kind of like everyone makes their own – type of thing and you try it and you're like oh this is really good or you tell the gf is like who brought this ass fucking thing man don't ever bring this again like you're, hurt, you're, only, you're only hurting your brand and you're hurting my stomach you know don't, don't, don't do that um, so don't be that guy so I, yeah i like that you have any more last minute fall riffs that you want to let go I think that's all I got now. Uh, if something comes up, we got, I feel like I, we got one more week where we can still do, you know, we can still talk about Halloween and all that. But for now, that's all I got for my fall riffs. Yeah, I think so too. I think maybe we can, we can segment next week into 
some type of like rules for hosting fall events, some do's and don'ts. Because I think we're really feeling it. You know what I mean? I agree. Yeah, you could tell. It's, it's, I like this. It's a hot-button topic for us. Maybe, like, you know, we'll, we'll institute some rules for fits, but, you know, some foods to have, it gets together, all that right. kind of good stuff. So, for all for the Griddle Gang who appreciated this segment, I think we're going to be bringing you more next week. So, get ready. Stay tuned. It's going to be great. I hate to say it, but I think it might be Fun Guy Fall. I think that's what the, the, the morale – got to be honest. You and me are talking about fall. I'm feeling very fun. I yeah, think it yeah. is Fun Guy Fall. Yeah, I kind of wish it was, you know, I want, I want to invite the neighbor florist guy for my signature cocktail, you know? Exactly. Know. Maybe get a, a pile of leaves for us to jump into <laughs> with our nice boots, you know? Yeah. Maybe go pick a pumpkin together. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't be bad. Some apples, you know, some hot apple cider with some whiskey, man. Might have, you know, before bedtime, you know what I mean? Oh, or even, you know, you bring the apples back, you can even like maybe cook something with it, right? Like yeah. maybe make like a chicken apple sausage or yeah. who knows? You can make a glaze to go on top of a pork chop like you were talking about. Like, yeah. man, you could really make a weekend out of it if you wanted to. This should be, this should be all year. Fall should be all year round. Cancel all the season. Fall forever is what we're saying. Uh, before we get too carried away, you know, we want to end uh, the show with something that we just kind of had an idea. Um, you know, we're going to bring this uh, segment back. You know, we, we've done like drafting where we kind of pick our teams. But this week we decided to do a little something fun, a little nostalgic. We're going to draft four cartoon characters to take to our bachelor party. Um, so whether that's someone from Nickelodeon Cartoon Network, whoever that may be, who we think is going to bring the fun or the type of vibe that we're looking for for our bachelor party. Um, I love this one just because it's so random. Yeah, you know it, what I mean, it's a, it's great. Yeah, I don't know how the fuck we thought of it, but I like it. So I think last time we drafted, I might have gone first. So we're gonna do um, you pick first, then I'll pick two, and then um, you pick two again. You know, we'll All right, do snake. I like it. So yeah, we're, yeah, okay. We're picking four, you know, characters. I'll let you go first. Who are you taking to your bachelor party? All right, number one, I'm going an OG, a classic. Speaking of Looney Tunes, I'm going with Bugs. That guy's always scheming. He's such a wild card, just always rolling around. He's got ultimate suave. You know, he's definitely the guy that knows somebody in the city you're going to. And he's like, right. oh, he's going to hook us up with the table. You know what I mean? Like, we're in Miami. He's like, I know a guy I live. He's going to take care of us. You know, oh, I got his bottle service over here. Oh, this is comp. You know what I mean? Bugs is always hustling. I like that. And he's kind of a shady character, which you need. You know, that's, that's, a, that's a guy you need in the crew. So I'm going Bugs with the first pick. You know, I, for some reason, didn't think of that. And I, your logic makes a lot of sense. You know, I, I really like you know, that. You just need a guy who's always operating. You know, you, never, right. you might not always know what he's doing, but he's always working. I'm going to go something a little bold. I think, okay. it, you know, this first I'm, – I'm picking – everyone has a role when they're in their entourage, right? Um, sure. So this role, kind of out of left field, I'm going with Dexter from Dexter's Laboratory. Wow. You know what I mean? A completely wow, left bold. field. You know what I mean? What He's a wild card. Wild card, but in all reality, sometimes you need the logical person 
in the crew yeah. to be like, whoa, whoa, this isn't a good idea, or I think we should do this. You know what I mean? The, he's got it all. He's he's a boy genius. Uh, <laughs> he 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 can make he can make and fix his way out of things. All okay. the different te te technologies. You know what I mean? So right. I'm picking for roles. I'm going with Dexter. You need and, someone to play it safe. Yeah. Uh, so next pick, huh? There's so many fucking characters. It's it's just hard. Hard to go with. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm going to go with... Uh, I just saw it. Who would it? I'm going to go with... Popeye. What the... Wow. <laughs> you want the bruiser. Yeah, you know, you kind of need someone on, you know, who's a loyal guy. He, he's kind of the, the enforcer, right? If something gets into trouble, sure. which probably would happen at a lot of bachelor's party, you want the strong guy there to make sure I got your back. So it's going to be all right. You know, and you know, I think he he always like he seemed like a good guy. He always had that I don't know what the the girl his girlfriend's name is in the show. You remember? Oh yeah, um, uh, Petunia or something. It's like uh, I don't know. If, is that it? No, it's not Petunia. It's I know like he's finished. Like that, yeah, my man. <laughs> yeah, and also, you know, he's gonna make sure you're not just eating like shit the whole trip. Yeah, hey, eat some spinach over here. You know what I mean? You gotta relax. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm gonna go with Popeye. That's who I'm going with. Who who's your uh, next choice? Uh, my next choice, I'm gonna go with Scooby. Are we? No, what's his name? Not Scooby. The other guy, Shaggy. I'm going with Shaggy. <laughs> Interesting. You need, you need one drug guy in the crew. You know, even if you're not partaking, you need one guy that you know is gonna have access to to any uh any uh any fun drugs you may be wanting to do. You know what I mean? And regardless, that guy's going to be laid back the whole time. If, the, you know, if the situation's getting escalated, he's going to be there just like, ah, oh, it's fine. Just everyone relax. It's all good. You know what I mean? You need one drug guy in the crew just to, you know, help balance everybody else out. Um, you know, if anyone's interested in that stuff, not I, of course. But, you know, you got a guy that has access to it. I like that pick. Well, I think we're all picking roles for the team. Um, you, pick, you pick again. Right. Oh yeah. So yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So then my next pick, uh, next pick is tough. I think I'm gonna go. Uh, uh I'm gonna go with. Mm, this is tough. Yeah, it is. There's so many. You know what I mean. I think I'm gonna go SpongeBob. You need a morale guy. You know, he's just constantly like, you know, bringing the good times, infectious laugh. Just is kind of always like coked up on life. You know, just really loving it, getting after it. You know, maybe you, you wake up, uh, you know, the second morning of the bachelor party, you're hurting, and, you know, you got SpongeBob there. Like, Guys, we're having a great time. Let's just keep getting after it. You know what I mean? Don't die on me today. You know, that's kind of a uh, value pick. You know what I mean? It's hard to go wrong with SpongeBob just because of the name. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm going to go with kind of banana, banana Land pick, but I'm going – Donkey from Shrek. That guy, oh, that no, guy. you bastard. That was a great pick. He's God just, damn it. He's just bringing the energy. You know what I mean? Even at the low points, says a lot of wrong things that you're like, only this guy can say this. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So he's got a great energy, Donkey. Um, I appreciate I, that. I'm excited to have him on the squad. You know, next, next one, is, it's kind of tough. I feel like I want someone who's cool. You know, you kind of want the star. He's got, like, suave. 
Yeah, you know what I mean? He's kind of like the Playboy character. Yeah, okay, I appreciate that. There's a couple people on my mind right now. Um, but I, I'm struggling to pick. Um, and I think I might go with Otto from Rocket Power. You know, he was on my list. I right. think that's a great pick. That guy's yeah. just good energy. Yeah, he's like like the captain. You know what I mean? He's just kind of right. like the leader. He, he's just calm, cool, collected, never too high, never too low type of thing. So you know, he's just he's just he's just chilling. You know, he's just him. He's doing just a him. great addition to the. You know, he, he can. He's like a multi-purpose tool. You know, you can use him at all different points of the party. He's, he's a guy you're going to want around no matter what. Yeah. So that's that's my pick. I think. Do you have one more? I think I get one, and yeah, then we're think, done. Yeah. All right, so for my last pick, I'm going to go with this guy similar to uh, your Dexter pick, but I'm going Woody. You know what I mean? That guy. <laughs> wow, just the sheriff. Yeah, just get, you need that guy who's like, you know, will straighten the crew out when you guys are really going off the hinges. Woody's got like a sense of adventure in him, but he's also a little bit of a nervous Nelly. You need the nervous Nelly in the crew. Because, you know, when you guys are totally going off the hinges, everything's getting out of hand, you need one guy to be, like, really worried and making sure you're all right. You know what I mean? He's kind of like a glue guy. Yeah, he is kind of like a glue guy. Making sure everyone gets home, there's no drama, you know, and letting you know when you're really wilding. Like, he's the guy, like, if you've had too much fun, he's going to go home with you to make sure you get home all right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a a good pick. I, I, I think we'd have a good time, you know, at the bachelor party with the crew. You know, I'd say I, so. I had a couple guys in the back pocket. One was uh, Johnny Bravo. I don't know if you Johnny remember Johnny Bravo's a lunatic. But he's kind like of almost a dud. You know what I mean? He's almost too yeah. dud for the crew. Like I don't. I like. I need someone a little bit, a little bit more like sensible. Um, yeah, I agree with you. I had a uh, um, Sully. And Mike Wazowski. And Mike Wazowski. I was about to say Mike Wazowski. I think if you need one, you need both. You yeah. know what I mean? Shout out to uh, what's John? What's that guy's name from The Last Dance? Oh, 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 oh that uh, the hands up guy. Yeah, John, John Wazorski or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Whatever you call that's definitely not it. Uh, that was a, that's another good honorable mention. I'm trying to think of who else we're forgetting. Um, I, I was almost thinking Dash from The Incredibles. Which one is that? The baby? The running guy. Okay. That was another one. Also, I'm looking through my list now. What about Peter Griffin? I don't like Family Guy, but I think he's funny. I don't like him. I could see him be a good, like, laugh-at guy. Yeah. yeah. Like, I just enjoy laughing at you doing you. He's almost like a fringe guy. Yeah, he's just – I'm not a, big, uh, not a big fan of the show, so I don't know if I'd have him. Also, uh, Pumbaa. Okay, that's a good I one. Like- just good energy. I was um, someone kind of random, but I'm thinking Aladdin as well. Aladdin. Yeah, Aladdin would be a good pick. I like you know, that Aladdin. Kind of like a little street guy, kind of, you know, does does some things good and bad. But, you know, he, ha- he has good intentions, but he-, he brings a little different diversity. He brings a little edge to the crew. Yeah, he's a good one. I'm a fan of that pick. also thought maybe the genie from Aladdin. Yeah, that's a good one. You know, no, that's a good honorable mention. 
Uh, I'm trying to see if there's any others that we're forgetting. Oh, uh, what's his name? Baloo from uh, The Jungle Book. That guy, just some banging songs coming out of him. All kinds of good energy coming out of that guy. Interesting. Very. Yeah, I think so, that's all I got on my list. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, maybe Hey Arnold. Yeah, Hey Arnold. Yeah, he would be good. He's or kind of like a, a glue guy. Kick. Yeah, you know, or Gerald. Yeah, I like Gerald. Yeah. Um, so that wraps up, you know, our our bachelor art party, entourage, whatever you want to call it. That was definitely fun. Um, you know, we're going to wrap up the show here. You got any shout-outs for us, Sam? Uh, yeah, I got one shout-out for my man Danny T at uh, Pizzeria Metro in Good Wilmington, guy. Delaware. Great guy. Yep, I was just talking to him, to, uh, talking to him last week, I think, um, about the show and about his restaurant, and hopefully we can do a collab here once things get better with COVID and all that stuff. So if you're in the area, go check it out. It's the hottest pizza in the area. Would recommend. And there's great people running the joint, which makes it that much better. So go check them out. Great guy, great pizza. You know, pizza, love pizzeria, pizzeria Metro. Sorry about that. Keep stuttering. But uh, that's my shout out. What do you got, NZ? You know, keeping it related, you know, shout out to Dan. Um, you know, support local business. I just actually read this. I'm not sure if I sent it to you. But it, right now, uh, classic Philly stomping oh, ground. Terrible. Reading Terminal Market is almost on the verge of shutting down, and they need a GoFundMe to, to keep open. And it's just sad to realize such a Philly staple is on the verge of maybe closing down. And it just tears my heart because had a lot of great memories there with you, a lot of memories that I don't remember with you in there. But just in general, they have everything you ever need. I do a lot of my shopping with produce at Ivine Brothers. My guy, Butch, great guy. He's been supporting Lunch Cartel for a very long time. Um, so it's just everything in there, just family owned and just such a great experience. You, yeah. know, you got Beeler's Donuts, you got the Knicks, you got the, there's so many great little places tucked into that, uh, market. It'd be a shame to see it go. I think they said like 138 years it's been open. Yeah. It's been forever. And it's just kind of uh, a big eye opener to realize, you know, how important it is for us to, to support local business. Um, to see something like that. So, that you know, that's kind of my sentimental touch for this week is go support local business, man. Our guy Dan Tumalo, Reading Terminal, wherever it is, if it's local, go do it. Exactly. Take care of your local businesses. If you're not in the area of either of those places, just go hit up any mom and pop shop that you know of. You know what I mean? Don't waste your time at the big brand name stores. They're going to be fine. You know what I mean? Go find the places you haven't heard of. Um, the places that are really grinding to get by and doing their best to work through this really weird time. Yeah, man. And on that note, that wraps up episode 17. We're excited. We're feeling refreshed from our little getaway. Um, you know, fun guy fall is officially here. Soup season is here. Fuck pie. Um, tell us what you think of the episode. Reach out to us on Instagram. Um, you know where we'll be at. Um, it's good to be back and we're out. We're out of here, gang. That is all, folks. That's all, folks.
single word It just makes my stomach turn cold 